0: This is Dr. Kara Shepard, and you're listening to Goat Talk with the Goat Doc. go hi. i think this is working it looks, like, looks it's working. like it hi everybody hi thanks for listening to Goat talk with the goat doc i got devin to sit on the couch and we're gonna do tales from the farm i don't know what volume we're up to here but uh
1: three four
0: i think four
1: well wow. cool
0: and yep yeah. and we're gonna talk about what all has been going on for the last month or so, starting with roughly about the time that we moved and hitting some high points of events and things that we got to deal with. I've got my calendar open, I've got my notebook to, that recorded notable events, Yikes. and uh, <clears throat> we'll go. Okay. It feels so. We have officially been moved for one, two, three, four, five, six weeks today.
1: Omg! <laughs> that's what I get to say about that. It feels like we've been here a lot longer.
0: Yeah, it really does. But it's it's six weeks to the day. Would be the first night that we. That's crazy. <laughs>
1: yeah. It really feels like longer than that. Yeah, it really does. I think we've, we, that says a lot. We've accomplished a lot. We've done a lot. We've, yep, done a lot of things.
0: And there's been some (coughs) changes and uh, stressful things and stressful things that were easily resolved and very satisfying to do. And yeah, I don't know. It's been a wild month and a half. So,
1: very wild.
0: I guess, um, one thing that kind of wrapped up recently was that the primary construction team has left, but that all still was very much going on when we got here. Yeah. Uh, like they really just finished like last week,
1: last week, last Tuesday or Monday.
0: I don't know. Um, but yeah. So now we're building a dairy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the space is beautiful. You would never be able to tell that it's a 200 plus year old building where the milking parlor and the bulk tank room and the cheese making space and the treatment room is. It's all really shiny and white and brand
0: new.
1: Brand new looking and waterproof and insulated. Oh. Um, really nice. Yeah. And it took quite a bit of work to get to where we are right now, and we have a whole lot more work now, Kara and I, and a few other people, to help us build the dairy now in this space.
0: So, I mean, let me, I'm going to look at the calendar here. Uh, we've made many, many trips to Lowe's.
1: Lots of trips to Lowe's. Over the, the last month. <laughs> and snow. We like to go when it's snowing yep. for some reason.
0: Well, it's nicer. There's fewer people there when yeah. it's snowing.
1: Mm, got nice four-wheel drive trucks, and we don't live far from one now.
0: Which so. is a very major life adjustment.
1: Yeah. The, I think that's probably the biggest adjustment that I'm making is i kind of been a nomad. A a, hermit. A hermit, okay. No,
0: not a nomad. No,
1: nomads roam, right? Yes. Yeah, so hermit man just hunkered down in the woods in Acton, where it took like a half an hour to get anywhere. So, at least a half an hour. So... Now everything's at my fingertips and there's so many options. And I
0: feel like it's sad. Like many people they are like, oh, we moved closer to civilization and now we live in New Gloucester, Maine. And people are like, oh, that's a pretty sad thing to say. If you feel like you're close to civilization, you must have really lived far away before. But what? This, yeah, no. So many people are like, what?
1: <clears throat> yeah, I mean, like 20, 25 minutes, a half an hour to Portland. That's pretty awesome. I've never lived that close to Portland, Mm -hmm. and like, grew up in Maine my whole life. It was like a big deal to go to Portland from where I lived, and it continued to be that way. And now we live,
0: we can Uber there. We can
1: Uber there, and like, Freeport's even closer, and Mm
0: -hmm. everything's close. Everything's
1: close. Lewiston is Lewiston, Auburn. Growing up as a kid here in Maine was not a place where you would want to. Go shopping, you or like
0: go hang out, or go all. hang out,
1: or is go to Lewiston a venue. Lewiston, Auburn
0: is like most mains in most mains in town. Most towns in Maine are like old mill towns on a river, and Lewiston, <coughs> Auburn is two old mill towns on a river. And when we were growing up, it was like sketchy because all the mills have been run out. And I think most towns in Maine are going through the cycle to varying degrees of success. But Lewiston Auburn was like seedy. Like I've heard people describe it as the armpit of the state.
1: Yes. More than once. Well, yeah.
0: And uh but now, man, I'm so pumped about Lewiston. Like it's so much like cleaner than it used to be. And there's good food and like bakeries and
1: No, it's happening. It's
0: it's gonna feels, be great. I recommend good. it. I'm
1: hopeful that it continues to prosper and maybe there's some rail be- yeah. between Portland and Lewiston. And I this don't know. Is your, it's...
0: your main travel advisory Lewiston tourism board. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm just where it's, a, it's been very overwhelming for me to have a life, I guess. Again, it's yeah. pretty, it's pretty awesome.
0: Um, So I guess kind of let's let's go back and talk about like we talked about moving. We probably should have re-listened to the last episode that we did, but we got over here. We got the goats in the barn. Nothing's ready for them. Like, I mean, the space is safe and like able to have goats, but things that we want to have in place, like our hay feeding system and our automatic waterers and those things like are not installed not yet. and still actually still aren't installed. Like things are more set up in there now, but like half of the goat space still had like construction stuff in it when we got here. So we had to pen them out of that space. Um And then the big thing that was super stressful about the barn was that the barn, the inside of the barn was wet Yeah. when we got here and we didn't know why at first, but then I don't remember it got, it got fixed. No, it didn't get fixed before that big storm. It got fixed right after that big storm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure.
1: Yeah. It was, uh, We noticed that the barn was, there was a little spot of water Mm -hmm. in the middle of the barn on the basement floor. And we're like, how did it get here? This is weird. And then I dumped 15, 20 bales of shavings down and some hay. And then the next morning it went out and it was wet and pretty bad. So we put more hay down. And then the next day it just kept on getting like squishy.
0: Yeah, it was like it kept swampy on, like, and squishy. Swampy
1: and squishy, and like the hay was wicking up all this water out of the ground. And where is all this water coming from? It was really frustrating. Like it was I'm, really
0: stressful. We had animals in there. We're like, "What? We can't. We have to do something <clears throat> about this." And we weren't quite sure what the thing to do was, but yeah. Me we, and- oh, one morning we went out there and. Um, because this big storm was coming, so it was a big rainstorm coming. So there's been, like, a snowstorm and then a melt, and then this big rainstorm came. It was, like, a good few inches of rain. Yeah, I it think. was
1: serious rain. And this
0: property already also has, like, so much water. There's, like, a spring up the hill, and the, the soil is very different here. It doesn't drain like it did in Acton. Um, but the, so we knew the storm was coming. We're like, this is bad. The, you know, it's going to be wet in there. We have to do something about it. So we called our excavating guy and asked him to come as soon as he could. And he was like, right, we're going to dra- dig in the barn along the back of the barn, dig down and put a drain in. Oh, and that was the other thing the, like a, the day before he came out, we pulled all the bedding and hay and everything away from the back wall of the barn. Yeah. And we could you could literally see the water coming over the old like field stone granite foundation. So that's where some of the water was coming from. Um and then I mean, so we he came out to like look at it and talk with us about it on like a Friday. And then because he's awesome, he came and did it like Monday. Yeah. Because we were We went and got our feet soaked while Mm -hmm. the excavating was happening.
1: Yeah, we returned and it was all done.
0: It was amazing. So he came and dug a trench down the inside of the barn. We penned the goats out of that area. He dug a trench down the inside of that barn, three
1: feet down. Filled
0: it with gravel. But the thing that blew my mind was that the the foundation there isn't a full. Concrete foundation; it's just on three sides because the back side of the barn is like the old field stones and and granite block and concrete blocks. Yes, and then on the other three sides is concrete,
1: right? With the proper footer,
0: right? But because that back side is kind of like it's a barn that has a ramp up the back side to get in for hay, they didn't replace that. When they replaced the rest of it originally. Right. So they put in this whole foundation, but the backside of the barn that's in the ground, water can just come into it. And then the foundation holds the water inside the foundation of the barn.
1: Yeah. It's like a fish tank.
0: Yep. So when our excavating guy dug out the trench and he got to the edge where the... Um, foundation was, I went out and looked. He's like, check this out. The water level inside the barn is higher than the water level outside the barn.
1: Yeah. It was just filling. It was just,
0: there's no place for the water to go.
1: The water was just going through the holes and the cracks in the concrete block foundation that sits on top of the granite blocks. And it just shifted around so much that the water just comes through now. So we put a pretty much put a perimeter drain inside the building as a temporary fix and then when we get more money and spring happens we'll redo the back wall
0: but it's working really well now it's working really well so that so he put a french drain in. he put a two two drains underneath covered it with crushed rock yeah and drained it probably like 30 yards away from the barn yep
1: shot it out the barn and the
0: drain ran for like five days at
1: least like serious running it was Unreal. And it still it runs every time it rains. Yeah, so we
0: just had another rainstorm and it's running again. Yeah. I can't believe the amount of water around here. Yeah. Um so that was super, super stressful. Super
1: stressful. We were at each other's necks because I mean we just moved our beautiful goats from a nice dry both nice dry barns to a swamp.
0: And their feet they if they weren't so, standing in the right area, their feet were wet. Yeah. But it's great now. It's, it's gotten progressively fine, yeah. drier.
1: Yeah, it works.
0: Yep. so that's fixed. Um, right also around that time, the yeah, day before is, that, at the same big rainstorm, yeah. we woke up and on Sunday morning came downstairs.
1: Yeah, and- my routine is that I've been turning the water off. Oh, that yeah. supplies the barn. So every day I would go down to the basement and turn the water on.
0: Yeah, and while the construction was still going on.
1: Yeah, while the construction was still going on, I would...
0: We would turn, so the water ha- pump is in the basement of the house. Yes. There's not a separate water pump for the barn. Yeah. There's a line that runs out to the barn from the house. Yes. Um, and then to make sure it didn't freeze, Devin was going down in the basement and draining draining it. So it was empty. Yeah. So that Sunday morning, the day before what, you know, this rainstorm was happening the day before our excavating guy was coming. Devin goes out, goes down to turn on the water to water the goats. Yeah. To find, do you want to say? The
1: basement was full of water. Yeah.
0: About three inches of water in our basement.
1: Lots of water.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: same thing was happening that was happening
0: oh in the barn, God.
1: but in the house, it's like rubble stone, like big giant stones. Yeah. It's like- and then there's concrete, no, there's granite, cut granite blocks on top of that, and then brick... It's crazy. It's how
0: a 200-year-old yeah, foundation. It's
1: pretty wild. So, so the, some,
0: But it's not a dirt floor. <clears throat>
1: no, the floor has been, it's been fixed.
0: In, somebody came in and poured concrete in the basement at some point. Yeah,
1: and fixed some of the rubble stone. And, but there's still holes.
0: Yeah, so... so. <laughs> but how, if you don't know... That kind of foundation, like the concrete doesn't go all the way to the edge because there's a little trench all the way around for water to flow around the floor if it leaks in through the foundation. That's how it's
1: properly supposed to be done in these old rebel foundations, and luckily they did that. Luckily they did that, and when they poured the concrete slab... And they pitched it right to the far corner of the house. Yep. And there was a cutout, four by foot piece cut out of the slab foundation where it was dirt and where the lightning rods were grounded to. And the panel was grounded to, the electrical panel. But there was no sub pump. Like that's where the sub pump goes. And they never put one in. And when we moved into the house, Kara and Bonnie, my mother in law, did a lot of cleaning in the basement cause it was really silty and really dirty and muddy. And we just thought it was from the new well that was put in because they put a new well in and it looked like they just drained the well head, like filled like all the silt and stuff from drilling the well head into the basement. I never thought that it was the leaking foundation. And oh
0: man, and does the foundation was, ever leak? Oh, the foundation, yeah, it's
1: really, it's like every time it rains, it's like a stream around the edge of the slab.
0: So we got really angry at each other that morning, too. Yeah. yeah. And then we got over that really quick and we <clears> went <throat> to Lowe's.
1: Yeah, went to Lowe's.
0: <laughs> and got a sump pump. And we and were, yeah, Lowe's was staff. ready
1: for us, and a bunch of other people were there, too. And they mm-hmm. had like in the middle of the main aisle this carts full of sub pumps and valves. And and we,
0: we before we went, we watched the Tom Silva yep. video of how to install a basement sump pump. Mm-hmm. That was very helpful for me at least. Mm-hmm. So we had all the stuff, got all the stuff at Lowe's, came back and installed the sump pump,
1: dug a big hole yep. in the water, dug a big hole blindly through lots of water. Lots and lots of water. Um, yeah. It's very,
0: very satisfying to shoot all that water out downhill from the house, though.
1: Yes, and now it just automatically does its thing.
0: Yep, it's all set now, so that's good. Fixed.
1: Yep. I've properly cleaned the basement now, so it's nice and clean. And, yeah, well, eventually we'll fix it proper, which is... Dig around the foundation from the outside, yeah.
0: Drain it from the outside and then seal it mm-hmm.
1: and then do the same thing that we did on the barn inside but outside. Yeah, and hopefully we won't have a problem unless the water table is frozen and it comes up over in the winter, but then we'll have a sub pump. So, yeah, be. A problem.
0: It'll be- Safe from the outside and from the inside.
1: Safe from all this water. Meanwhile, Australia burns. Anyway,
0: Uh, the next day we went and met our new farm additions, Squirrel and Company. Yep. So we, another thing we do is raise pigs. We have, yeah, not squirrels. Not squirrels. Um, We've raised pigs for almost as long as we've raised goats. Mm -hmm. And we went and met some large black pigs that we ended up purchasing. Yep. Yeah, Uh, we
1: made a deal. We're like, well, buy as much as you're willing to sell, actually, because we want to go big uh, with the dairy. And we are going big with the dairy, which means there's more way to dispose of and that's the whole reason why i have pigs and took me years of raising all these different breeds of pigs to come to a conclusion in one breed that i want to have and raise
0: yeah so large large black hogs we've had a large black boar for he's (laughs) like seven or eight now and he's a really cool pig
1: he's awesome
0: and these, we got three like five month old gilts and two gilts that are like a year old. Yeah. And one sow who's three, three I think.
1: Yeah. That's squirrel.
0: The sow is squirrel.
1: Yeah. She's really
0: prego. <laughs> There'll be some baby pigs soon. Yeah. Um, The little gilts, I named flora, fauna, and merryweather. Mm-hmm. And the two older gilts, we haven't really named yet.
1: I named them nut and zipper.
0: I'm not going to call them that.
1: Okay. The squirrel that zipper.
0: Yes, I understand. Yeah,
1: they're pretty. They're pretty. They're very...
0: They're very elegant. Very elegant
1: looking. There's not many lines of this rare breed pig available in the States. So you just try to keep it as wide genetically as possible. And it's always a little bit inbred, but that's just the way it is. There's just not, you know a lot to choose from. We're going to do our best to keep the lines as wide as possible. And we're actually going to raise a lot of them and put up a barn for them. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of land for them to turn. So let them eat the grass. There's tons of grass out there. They're
0: really cool pigs. One of the things for me that really was like wanting to do this with this breed of pig is that the large black hog association, the in the United States they do a census every year, and I think you sent me the census results yeah. first. And there's only like was it like four hundred or this something? Scary, lo- definitely less than a thousand. There was less registered thousand, yeah. large black hogs in the United States,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which is kind of sad.
1: Um, yeah, they're awesome.
0: They're really cool animals, and
1: then like they they say they're slow growing, and yeah, if you. To, uh, if you're going to feed your pig, how you traditionally feed a pig, they're going to be slow growing. But the way I feed my pigs, they're going to grow. Re- they're going to grow just fine. So, I mean, there's in the market that I'm filling, they actually need to be young and small. So, works out. Yeah, um, yeah. going to have what six breeding. Six breeding sows.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's great. We're hope And I hope we can find the the line of boar that I want to pick up maybe this spring.
1: And probably find an, another one this spring after.
0: Yeah. And what happens? So then...
1: We met, we met
0: them and the people were like, you know, they just had too much, too many other things on their plates. And they're like, we want them gone basically by next week. We'll give you this price if they're out of here by next week. So then Devin and I, like we had to build some more hutches and make some more space for pigs. Yeah. And then we went and picked them up and we were finishing up the hutches and then we let them out and they've been great.
1: Yeah. We were building hutches in crap weather. Seems like it every was, time well, that, we built that them.
0: day wasn't bad actually.
1: This oh. third time we built hutches was probably the bad, better yeah. day. Yeah, there was so like four or five days. hung out in the days. trailer for a
0: little while so we could finish it up, and mm-hmm. it wasn't that bad out. No. Oh, what else?
1: So there's four hutches up on the bridge. They were also flooding, by the way.
0: Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. It was that.
1: terrible. It's like every place we put the animals was flooding, but it was everywhere, really. We're kind of on a slope, but we are up high compared to the rest of our land. But it's still, there's just, there's lots of water.
0: And coming it hasn't up out been of the directed. The wa- and, yeah, so there's
1: no direction I for the water. I forgot about that.
0: When the excavating guy came and put the <clears> drain in, he also put a, a trench around the back of the pigs so that the water would go around the pigs instead of through them.
1: Yeah. So they're yeah. all fine now. They're happy up there. They have to be high, high ground and they have to be close to the farm so that I can water and feed them
0: during uh, the winter. During the
1: winter. And then in the summertime, they'll be out on acres, acres, and acres of land.
0: So, on also during this last, like, until the last couple of weeks, the month of December, I was working two just two was it two or three i was working two overnight shifts two
1: overnight shifts a week but that the next day is shot so it's really four days
0: well it's three days
1: yeah well you lose the next day you weren't a cop yeah so i
0: would work wednesday night and then sleep on thursday and then work Thursday thursday night and sleep on friday right
1: that's how it would go
0: and while i would sleep i think devin i would do stuff De, i think devin thought it was cute like the first week that i was asleep on the couch with the dogs and then by the last week he was annoyed
1: yeah i mean it's a weird kind of life to live when you are you say it doesn't bother you while i'm like hammering and running a vacuum cleaner and shop vacs and
0: well, I went in the basement at one point and I hadn't been in the basement and I was like, oh, Devin must have vacuumed all the, like, cause the dirt and silt and stuff on the basement from the flooding and Devin like swept it all up and vacuumed it all up. So the concrete was nice and clean. And I was like, when did you do that? And he's like, you were asleep on the couch. And I was like, I did not hear the vacuum yeah, or this, anything. It just
1: makes me kind of self-conscious while I do stuff because I don't know if I would be able to go to sleep well.
0: I like to that put kind of stuff YouTube on the TV on like boring PBS documentaries <laughs> and fall asleep.
1: Yeah. It's fun. Mm-hmm.
0: And the dogs have snuggle time. Um,
1: but that's over Satchmo
0: now. Satchmo has also, Satchmo had a revisit to ophthalmology at MVMC, which is main veterinary referral center. And they're great. Yeah. And he's scheduled for cataract surgery in two weeks. Wow! So that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, what other major things? I mean, we had Christmas.
1: Major things was like they're we're finished. Oh, um, like that's a major thing, you know? Well, that, yeah, the, the, the barn, barn was
0: finally finished.
1: The construction in wh- the barn significantly was significantly
0: over budget.
1: Yeah, there was lots of stress about that. Um. Yeah, a lot was accomplished with what we. Had envisioned with our project, and a lot of things came up, and we're like still don't have electricity. It's all wired, and the it's lights not. Yeah, the
0: electricity isn't a budget issue. The electricity, no, the electricity is a central main power issue. Yeah,
1: that's the company that we get our power from. They like own power. They have to, state. They can do whatever that
0: they, they have want. designated that they need to come and replace the the pole that's gonna go to the new service to the barn right and they haven't done that yet so that's annoying
1: yeah so Um, yeah i bought
0: devin some new goats
1: yeah we got some new goats
0: Um, birdie yeah birdie's your favorite with her little underbite
1: she's pretty cute
0: uh they're doing well um what else
1: Noah's here.
0: Noah's here. We have a a nice, a handsome buck who's a character hanging out.
1: Mr. Bulldog, I call (laughs) him. He's really, really wide and chesty. He's really big. We had
0: so we got a breeding to him last year from a friend clients to one of our does and we have we got quads from that breeding and kept three does and a buck and we kept all three does. Yeah, they're just they look great.
1: Fabulous animals. So, so I, that's
0: going well. He's
1: at least going to breed. I think there was two two or three does in the space that he's in that were open. And one that was, wasn't supposed to be bred. Um, <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, we'll help her with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean.
1: I'm drawing the land here.
0: Oh, the, do- I don't think we talked about the dogs, the pointers. One of the things I'm really enjoying about being here, it's harder when there was snow on the ground. So we've, we've had some snow on the ground for the last couple of weeks. And, but then we had a big melt this past weekend. Um, the pointers love it. They, yeah. The like, point,
1: this is pointer land. They, they really like the open space field.
0: When we're out there like building pig hutches or working on the barn or like anything outside, they just run out in the field.
1: Yeah, they're in the high grass.
0: They're in the high grass looking for mice and rats. Yep. Oh, my God. They're just having the best time of their lives.
1: The high grass is the paddock that doesn't get mowed, and there was no animals on it this last year. There was cows on it for years, and it's pretty overgrown right now, and the goats are probably going to demolish it. Which is good.
0: Yeah, they'll make it nice.
1: Yeah, it'll take them a while to get through. I think there's like 30 acres in pasture. We're going to pen it up and try to make it graze down heavily and try to get it down. But the dog, the pointers just love it. The fence is down right now, so they're running out into it and putting their heads in holes. And I don't know, I've seen Finn bring half of a rat back, so he's definitely doing something out there.
0: I just like seeing them. They put their heads down in holes and their little butts are up in there yeah. wagging their tails. Yeah,
1: they're really excited. They have their uh, neon orange bandanas on and their blinky lights so I can see where they are. Mm. But they're, they're out there a lot.
0: Calder especially blends in.
1: Yeah, Calder's brown. He's really blends in well.
0: But I like seeing them. I don't know. I guess. I mean, it's uh, it's weird that it's been like... 6 weeks. Yeah, it's and it just, feels it's, longer.
1: It's just such a life change. It's been a lot yeah. different and um we got a lot of tools that's <laughs> helped out a lot.
0: Mhm.
1: Um I'm definitely doing lots of things. Normally in the winter time I'm working at my buddy's boat shop because I'm originally in a boat builder and would just go build boats all winter and take a break from the goats and hang out with my buds. And it's awesome. Talk about yachts, build yachts, work on toys I'll never get to own because I'll never be a one percenter. <laughs> but it's fun to work on them. And I kind of miss that time. And that's a different kind of work. This kind of work has even more meaning and it's really important. So I kind of stress out about it. Where I'm working on those yachts. I so just I know I'm really good at it, and I just turn it off and do it. But so it's I'm not really getting a break from thinking, I guess. <laughs> and
0: having somebody, yeah, you're not having the luxury of having somebody else tell you what to yeah, do.
1: Yeah, and I really like that because I'm I'm the one who calls all the shots all the day, every day. No, there's no one pushing me to do anything. I could sit in front of this 65 inch. Screen and not do anything, but there's a lot to do, and I really enjoy doing things. Actually, it just I kind of like being around people too, and I'm, a lot of the time I'm just with the dogs and the goats. And, but it's fine. It's I plenty to do. I like doing stuff, but and it's nice to have people swing in, and I, that happened this week. You know, Bonnie swung in. And that's something that I haven't experienced ever because I haven't really been close enough to family to have that happen. So,
0: yeah, it's, that's really, it's really wild. nice.
1: Like, I know it might sound cheesy, but it's pretty great. And uh, having so much to do all the time, I'm going to steal you for a few hours. You know, if you have really have the time, I'm going to be like, hey, can you help me do this? Can you help me do that? So, don't be shy. If you're in the area, come on by.
0: Like, we had lunch with Devin's mom last Friday. Oh, my God. And she lives, like, a half hour away now. And she was like, I'm going to have people over for, like, Stitch and Bitch. And, and I was like, oh, my God, I can do that. It's not two hours to get there. I can come hang out and knit for a while. Yeah. And...
1: I guess the... That
0: won't take my entire day.
1: Yeah. I guess, like, if we didn't have a farm and farming wasn't my life, then the time traveling to see family and to do things wouldn't be such a big deal. Mm -hmm. But when you have multiple hours of just feeding and chores and not even milking, you know, like, it's just... It's hard to do anything, knowing that you have all that when you get back from visiting or traveling, or whatever, Mm -hmm. or doing anything. It it
0: lessens your enjoyment. Yeah,
1: it sucks. But now it's, now I can do everything and still.
0: Make it home in time for milking. Yeah. So it's definitely been an adjustment. Now we're adjusting again because (laughs) I started my new job at day practice uh, last week. And that's going well so far, and that's a whole nother saga over there, Mm -hmm. like, in terms of what I've been doing as far as practice and whatnot. I'll probably share more about that at some point. Um, Yeah, but... I think I do you think we missed anything? Probably. I'm sure we did. It's it's been longer. I've been I've said like probably at least 3 other times we're going to re- record tales from the farm and we haven't. So I don't know. We'll do it again. Yeah. And not more than a month is the goal. Okay. Maybe like every 2 weeks would be great, but not more than a month. Yeah. But for now, I think that's going to do it. Okay. Do you think we got covered the basis? I think so. All right. I don't know if you can hear Homer snoring over there. It's very loud. It's pretty loud. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys. An update with more Tales from the Farm next time. All right. (laughs) meh <laughs>